Which is German. Duh. German. Which is un duh. Un duh. I think it. I thought it was one. No, yeah. it is, but I was, you know, oh. un duh. So, like, um. Just duh. Like, yeah, basically, like, D U H duh. 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 <laughs> Alright, so, for this episode, we've got a special guest for you, and, and she's sitting on the couch right over there, and I'm really excited for you guys to meet her. Yeah! Yeah! Her name is. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Her name is Jess, and Jess, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure, Ooh. sure. Hi. As she pets Maple. Yes, yeah. Maple is a celebrity guest. Of course. <laughs> um, but uh, I am Jess Newton. Uh, mm-hmm. I work for Phoenix Rising Football Club. Woo. Go soccer or football, if oh. you will. <laughs> um, yeah, really excited to be here. Yay! So excited to have you, Queen. Yes. We love women in sports. We do love women, love women in sports. In sports, especially. Um, but yeah, like we told you guys, we're trying to get more guests on. Ja- we know Jess from our master's program. Um, and yeah, we're excited to have you here. Learn about soccer. Um, yes. A sport that a lot of people don't talk about. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to get into it. Get especially into it. with playoffs around the corner. Yes. We're bringing it to you live October 3rd, Mean Girls Day. It is Mean Girls Day. It is. Um, Pink. Pink, kind of pink. I was wearing pink today, but now I'm wearing a black t-shirt. Yeah, so when this comes out, you'll be heading almost into playoffs. Yes, yeah? yep, yeah. yeah. Final regular season game is October 14th, nice. um, and then playoffs will start the 21st, hopefully at home. Hopefully yes, at home. Hopefully but at regardless, home. in playoffs on the 21st. Okay, so very That's exciting. Off to the Coyote season, too, so yeah. big freaking day. Right, big Huge. day, the big vibes! Big day for the women in the sports. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we do. I love it. So, Jess, can you kind of give us, I'm not going to say what's a typical day in your life, because yeah. that's annoying. I hate that question. I know. It's the worst. There's can no you, real typical day, but... Can you maybe give us, like, I don't know, now I'm trying to come up with a really snazzy Well, snazzy first, what, what is it that you do with them? Yeah, yeah. What's good, your, good you question, know, because we know that, but not everybody. Yeah. Good yeah, question. <laughs> yeah. Good question. So, yeah, I am our partnerships manager, so I manage all of our corporate partners. Um, we have about 40 of them, mm-hmm. um, all ranging from smaller deals to, you know, about 10K all the way up to 650K. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully pushing that boundary with a stadium rights deal here soon. Yay! So keep, uh, keep on the lookout for that. Ooh, but, um, yeah, so, I mean... You know, in terms of the day-to-day question, mm-hmm. generally activating all of our partners, um, making sure that their logos are present, their brand is being represented correctly, um, as well as you know, community activations. We do a lot. We've launched a program this year called Reading with Rising. Um, that's with Northern Arizona University. Go NAU just for the purpose <laughs> of Phoenix Rising. Yes. Um, but yeah, doing a lot in the community, honestly, with such a small staff, we're about a front office of roughly 20, mm-hmm. um, with a 10,000 seat stadium. So, I mean, we all do kind of a lot. Um, yes, I'm a partnerships manager, but I also put the scrim up. The scrim is essentially the mesh you see on the side of the, the stadium. Yeah. Like those are the quote unquote walls that we use. Yeah, but- um, I'm, you know, gosh, what was I doing yesterday? Yeah. We feel, we set up the field sometimes with field seats um, we really do it all. It's kind of that grassroots feel. But with that, though, um, with a small staff, you really get your opinion heard a lot, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, I've, I've worked at a handful of larger organizations where you can give your opinion, but it's not going to get to the right people. Yeah. Um, so it really feels nice to be able to have a voice um, and to be able to actually activate change. So um, that's kind of a synopsis of, of my it. job at, at, uh, at Rising. But, yeah. What would you say is maybe, like, one thing you wish people knew about your job, and then maybe one thing that, like, is a misconception about your job? I don't know about wish that I would they'd know about yeah, my yeah. job, but, I mean, I think, you know, anyone that works for a smaller organization, you get so much experience, and I think that sometimes what I wish people would understand that you're trying to get an entry-level position in sports, you want that glamorous title. Like, Mm -hmm. you want to work for the Cardinals, the Suns, you know, any of the big-name teams in the Valley, but a lot of times you start low, and it's really hard to work your way up, um, where at 
something rising if you don't let your pride get in the way. I mean, I took the job two years ago, and I didn't really know much about soccer, but I knew it was going to give me a ton of really great experience, mm-hmm. um, which it has. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I've learned so much in the last two and a half years um, that I think I wish people sometimes knew how to swallow their pride a little bit more and yeah. take a, a lower-level job that you, in your head, think is lower-level, um, but can actually get you some really great connections and build your, your resume. So I guess that's one thing I would wish. Now, what's your second question? Uh, like, what's a misconception about your job? Ooh. Um, I guess kind of in the same breath, you know, people look at Phoenix Rising and they don't think it has as much reach as it does. Like, I, tr- I didn't know much about Phoenix Rising before I started working there. Uh, working for ASU, I kind of knew they were on the border of Tempe, like, by Tempe Marketplace, but I, didn't, I never went to a game. I didn't really know much about it. Um, but the reach that we have um, is actually kind of insane that, you know, we really can affect change in a lot of people's lives, um, and especially just kind of across the country. I mean, soccer's growing so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the U.S. is finally starting to catch up yes. in terms of getting on the soccer train. Um, so really excited about that um, and just, you know, the amount of change that we can make in the organization. I think more people, I would wish more people knew about that. Yeah. So. No, I love that. I agree. I think soccer is it's becoming huge. I mean, obviously this is an annoying example, but Ted Lasso, everyone was like... <laughs> I love yeah. Ted Lasso. Well, that was huge for the sport, I though. I love Ted Lasso, but it, that really was like... Then you saw, you know, Ryan Reynolds. He bought a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rexham, yeah. Um, J.J. Watt and his wife bought a team. I literally watched Ted Lasso and was like, I think I want to move to England. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what? No. Am I, I watched, what? Um, have you guys ever seen or heard of LFG? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what that is? Do you know no. what that is? It's basically it's short for Let's Fucking Go. Um, <laughs> I just see you guys now. Um, but it's a like docu series almost on HBO Max, which is I guess now Max. Um, and it's about like the women's U.S. team fighting for equal pay and then suing oh, okay, okay, okay. the U.S. Federation um, for equal pay. And I watched that like two nights ago, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I love soccer." <laughs> and I do. I, I grew up playing soccer, so I yeah. love it so much. But yeah. it's growing so freaking much. Now, Portman has a team. Yep. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's a part owner of uh, the the my San Di- is the Wave, maybe. Maybe the Wave. It's definitely California. Yeah, I think yeah. it's San Diego, or it's in. Can't remember. I yeah. think about it, but I'm pretty sure it's in California. Anyway, Anyways. long story short, go soccer, go Natalie Portman. And it is, yeah, <laughs> go soccer. We love you. We love Ted Lasso. It's incredible. Very yeah. excited for the U.S. to kind of get on that wave. Yeah, and Messi coming to the U.S. has been Which huge. Is, yeah, yeah, broadcast Thoughts. numbers. I mean, I. It's good for the sport. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, there's a lot of opinions in terms of you know salary cap yeah. and you know of course, but. I mean, he, they announced he was, there was even just rumored he was going to be joining, you know, Inter-Miami and the tickets were sold out for every game that they were traveling to. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I I, that. yeah, mm-hmm. so, I mean, not only their season tickets, but I mean, yeah. just the, the media that we're getting around the sport of soccer is just good for the whole sport. Yeah. Um, it's good for all of us, even on the lower levels. We really see the effect. I mean, we see kids walking around with messy jerseys, yeah. like a, a handful of them every game. So it's, it's good. It's interesting because I never thought about it until this very conversation, but there isn't really like a U.S. equivalent yeah. to that. I mean, obviously the U.S. women's team, they're right. absolutely incredible. Like you, you might see someone with like Rapino, Megan Rapinoe yeah. or Alex Morgan, Alex Morgan, Mallory Pugh, the, the history ones, Mia Hamm, all yep. that. But you don't really see like, I guess little boys wearing those yeah. jerseys most of the time. Yeah, and if you do, it's kind of in a niche. You know, it's yeah. because you're in the soccer community. And yeah, I just because I see it more often. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. I think just I, I try and think about back when I worked for ASU and hadn't really gotten the soccer industry. I mean, I didn't really know much about it other than the women's team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that right. we, you know, the men's team obviously that it's a good people watch men's sports and it's yeah. more accessible to watch men's sports. Which but I think wow. it's been. Yeah, I mean, even this year, the Women's World Cup was huge, yeah. um, even though they didn't, you know, the result wasn't what we wanted, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I think I saw a lot more people actually tuning into the Women's World Cup this year than I have yeah. in the past. I'm pretty sure the Women's World Cup, for the last few years, has been viewed more than the men's. Yeah. Globally. Yeah. yeah. Like, the actual... Especially in the U.S. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Love it. Well, speaking of women's soccer, I know there's some rumors... Yep. Potentially about a women's soccer team coming here. Yeah. I, you probably can't share much. Yeah. Any yeah, insights? no. Transparently, 
our ownership group is having all those conversations, um, and I'm kind of just waiting until they give me the go-ahead of what my, yeah. you know, action items are. Mm-hmm. I know that we're super excited to launch women's team. You know, they've been very open about, you know, exploring that opportunity for the last couple years. Um, I think they'd be stupid not to, obviously, with what we just talked about, the yeah. fact that women's, you know, women's World Cup is more popular than the men's, mm-hmm. especially in the U.S., um, so really looking forward to launching that club. Um, but once I have more info, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. But they don't really tell us a whole heck of a lot. Super, so <laughs> Which would be very exciting. Yes. yes. I think that would be great. Especially, yeah. like, even Mercury, you're getting some more attention to. Yep. Like, yeah. women's sports within the Valley specifically are growing as well. So yep. I'm excited yeah. for what that might look like. Yeah. Uh, I think something that we might have jumped ahead but Sorry. no I this is great but I think again like a lot like you said a lot of people like me I don't have a great understanding of soccer mm-hmm. like I know what DC United is because I'm from DC but yep. like obviously there's different levels and different leagues within the states kind of just like minor league baseball I yep. guess yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess I just explain that a little bit because I know I think that the Rising was trying to move up to the yeah. MLS, so yep. I, what does that process look like? Yeah, I mean, honestly, even my first couple months, I was still trying to understand it myself. Mm-hmm. So um, the MLS is the highest level of professional soccer in the United States. Um, that's obviously like the Seattle Sounders, same thing for me. That's where I'm from is Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see a lot of those, like, in Miami, that those teams are at the MLS level, and then the next level down is where Rising's at, so that's USL, um, USL Championship League. So it's not like baseball or basketball. It's not a feeder league by any mm-hmm. means. They're their own league, have their own teams. You know, if, if we get if we move a player up to the MLS, it's obviously a good thing, but we sign that player, we sell them um, okay. upwards. Oh, so it's not okay. like, They're you not know. connected. No, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. We, I mean, when the league first launched, I know that we had a couple kind of affiliate teams, um, you know, LA Galaxy, LA Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. Um, even in Seattle, there was an affiliate team, but we're now officially like our own league um with the own team so then there's also a league below us as well um that's still kind of also in there still trying to grow don't we have another soccer team here in Phoenix that's a league below us we don't um we we have youth academy um so that might be where you're thinking so Phoenix Rising Youth Academy we took over there was a handful of youth academies and then in 20 just after 2015, I believe, we kind of took all of them over. Um, so now it's all Phoenix Rising Youth. Um, so there's, like, rec teams and academy teams, so it's all kind of under one umbrella um, called the Phoenix Rising name. But there's, like, you know, the volunteer coach that coaches his kids' team on the side, then also the academy team that does club and travels. Um, but all share the same Phoenix Rising name. Um, I know there's a handful of women's teams that play as well, but they're not at a professional level um mm-hmm. not like the usl championship league is um but as of now we're the only professional soccer team in phoenix gotcha interesting and then um i guess transitioning back to like your role specifically um i guess just talk about your experience i know i mean i know that you worked at asu yeah. like in marketing but just talk about that and then also like how you got into the partnership space um especially in sports that is a money maker for yeah. a team or, or an organization um I think if you don't work in sports, you might not notice it, but if you do, whenever you go to a game or event and you see a company's name, like, somebody's paying to be there. Um, So, I think, uh, just talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, just in terms of my background, I was, I started at Washington State University, go Kooks, Um, (laughs) and I was a intern there for two and a half seasons, Um, and I kind of mentioned this in the class yesterday, but I kind of got lucky not so lucky for the people I was working with, but four out of the five staff members were let go or had left. Um, and so it was just our VP of game present marketing and all of us interns that were operating a D one football team. Gardner Minshew was there during that time. The team was really hot. Um, so we were kind of trying to rebuild that team, but also we got a really ton of great experience as interns. We were essentially assistant directors of marketing. We were, you know, stage managers on the field, people up in the booth calling the shots, um, as unpaid interns. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, although it was unpaid, it was definitely worth it because, you know, then I afterwards was looking for a graduate assistant position. Um, ASU one popped up and had the interview and, had a ton of really great experience to kind of come down here and 
just hit the ground running. Um, so as a GA at ASU marketing game presentation um, from 2019 to 21. Um, so had a full year of, you know, the whole run of show and then COVID hit um, in March of 2020 and then was working from home for a full year and kind of just trying to navigate what sports was like during that time. I know that all of us kind of understood that was just a really weird yeah. time for all of us. Um, definitely changed the landscape of like what marketing is. Um, what working from home is, what people actually are paying attention to. TikTok blew up. I mean, it's <laughs> now it's, you know, you, your team you needs to have to a TikTok, it, yeah. yeah, in order to just kind of stay relevant. Um, so that really, I think, shifted the, the climate of sports a ton um, and just how we even digest sports. Um, so that was interesting. And then I loved... I loved game present marketing. I really had fun with it, but it was truly just so high stress all the time. And long term, it didn't seem like it was going to be the right fit for me. Um, and then I interned with our partnerships team at ASU for the summer um, and just really got to know them really well and kind of their day to day. And it really was appealing to me. It seemed much more up my alley. It kind of just felt more natural relationship management. Um, and so <laughs> I... Uh, really just kind of was interested in that and then I think the the opportunity at Rising opened up when I was about to graduate and I had some transferable skills obviously being in marketing game pres you're activating sponsors brands so I already kind of knew what that was like I just needed to kind of learn what it was to have difficult conversations with partners and that comes with obviously the training and you know once you get the job so um got the job at Rising and I think the it's just I have a passion for people. I really love having conversations with people, understanding their goals, what they like, what they don't like. Um, I love just kind of being able to have a conversation with anybody. The network I can build through mm -hmm. partnerships is insane. Um, I mean, like I said, just the kind of the perks of partnerships are fun. The fact that we have a partnership with Arizona Financial Credit Union and they have a theater and I can go to their concerts whenever I want. Yeah. Um, I think that was kind of the biggest, the most appealing thing when I worked at ASU was looking over at the partnership team, like, Hey, they're going to happy hour at three. Yeah. You know, that sounds kind of fun. And obviously there's, you know, pros and cons to each yeah. job, but I think, you know, being able to kind of do the cocktail hours and really understand people, um, at the base level was the, the most attractive thing, um, for partnerships for me. Nice. So, so what would you say is like your favorite partnership activation you've been able to do? Yeah, um, good question. I we've had a great partnership with Carvana, um, and they they love to give back to the community. And we also have a great partnership with Phoenix Children's Hospital. Um, and two years ago, we identified a family, um, and his name was Raymundo. You can find it online. Um, but him and his family, they identified Phoenix Children's did that they'd be the family that would receive a car. Mm -hmm. Um, so we surprised them, we brought them out to a game. They thought they were just getting a recognition. They got a tour of the locker room, got to meet the players. He got a Jersey. He kind of thought that was like just yeah. the VIP experience. Took him out at halftime, um, and kind of played the video and, you know, announced that they had just got a new car, um, mm -hmm. and they could pick whatever car they wanted. Um, and so we brought them over to the side, showed them, we, we had a van cause you know, we showed them the van, they could pick whatever they wanted yeah, after yeah. that. And I mean, just seeing how much it meant to that family. Um, and I think so you, you don't always know what's going on behind the scenes and you know, the mom was really emotional and she, you know, pulled us aside and said, Hey, you know, my husband's been, you know, driving me to work. Um, and we've really needed a car, um, and just being able to see you know, the, uh, the change that you can make and what you think is like, oh, well, it's an activation with Carvana. I guess we'll just pick a family. And, yeah. but to truly see, you know, the work being done, um, and how much you can really affect someone's life, I think is another reason why I love my job so much is, you know, something that's so small and kind of in a day-to-day -day task really can affect people, um, yeah. and their life long-term. So I think that was one of my favorite activations just because it really shows the work in sports that we do can be so meaningful. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It is good. Pulled to the heartstrings for sure. It wasn't a dry eye in the stadium. Oh yeah, but, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was a, yeah. Kid was adorable too. So, um, I guess again, I guess kind of going backwards. How did you know you wanted to work in sports, or how did you get started? I know you said you interned when you were at um, Washington State, but like, 
how did you know that you wanted to go down this path um, and stick with it? Because obviously it's a roller coaster it's ride. No easy feat. It's yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of follow the typical. I played sports growing up. Mm-hmm. I think I. I played softball. I had a lot of really good friends of mine that were a couple years ahead of me um, and, you know, kind of gave me the advice of, you know, if you want to play sports in college, great. It's a great experience and you have the time of your life, but also, especially in softball, female in sports, it's so unlikely that you're going to sign a a long-term deal out of that. Like, what's what's your livelihood going to be like? Yes, you'll have an awesome four years, but then after that, what does that really mean? You know, your resume is you're a student athlete and... A lot of people take that into account, but not everybody. And yeah. I think I, I loved the sport, um, but was pretty realistic early on that that wasn't going to be kind of my path. Um, so went to Washington State, did orientation. I was like, maybe business, communications, I don't know. And mm-hmm. then I just saw sport management on the list, and I was like, done. Like, yeah. sports, great. If it says sports in the title, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just started taking the classes and really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then our... At Washington State, they make you practicum hours, and you have to get internships for credit, and um, just kind of took it with with operations and with marketing, and like the marketing one the best. And after my sophomore year, I applied and got the the lead role um, for junior and senior year. So um, I'm glad I was looking that early. I think a lot of people don't start looking until like senior year. Yeah. And I mean, I was able to build my resume enough and get to a position where I was set after senior year. But I think. A lot of people kind of just wait and like, oh, I've got time and, you know, wait until senior year to really try and figure out what they want to do with their life. And, but it can be hard. Sometimes you don't even know. Um, so I, I do feel lucky that I had a passion for sports and kind of had the proper advice um, from my peers to kind of set me on the right path. Um, but yeah, that's kind of why I started in sports. And then, I mean, it's, it's rare that you find someone that starts in one department and doing one thing and stays in that for the rest of their sports career. I mean, yeah. I know a ton of people that start in, you know, ticket sales, they move to marketing, that move to community relations, and I, I started marketing game prez, and now I'm in partnerships, and, you know, I'd like to stay there for long term, but ask me again in five years, yeah. so yeah. Um, I think, you know, working in sports is a, a really cool opportunity, because there's so many transferable skills, um, so I like to keep an open mind, and yeah, it's kind of where my direction's going, so. Nice. Yay. Aww. So how do you kind of, sports is a lot, how do you you kind of balance that how do you oh a work-life balance yeah work-life balance (laughs) what does that look like for you I mean there is yeah it's not you know it's not a seesaw it's not gonna be even it's never gonna be right yeah I mean I think work-life balance is achievable I know that we always kind of joke about it Mm -hmm. I think for sure your first couple years of your career you gotta grind like everyone you have to pay your dues like it is what it is um but I think when people say work-life balance, they kind of laugh it off. It's like, it's achievable. You just need to understand what your priorities are. Um, And I think, yes, you have to put in the work the first couple years when you're in college. And um, especially after you get your first entry-level job, you have to be that yes person like we talked about. Um, But for me, I mean, I worked in college athletics. That was my only experience in sports. Um, And that was brutal. I mean, just college sports is a different beast man especially when you're at like the boots on the ground it's you know friday through sunday because in the fall you have football on saturdays and then i had soccer fridays and sundays so i mean there was just barely any free time Mm -hmm. your free time is during the summer and then arizona it's freaking hot (laughs) so there's not much you can do about that um so I think you know it would take a lot I think for me to get back into college athletics I mean if the perfect job opened up I would consider it for sure um but that being now that I've had the taste of the pro-life it's kind of I can I understand what you mean yeah I I mean we have very similar experiences and I was a college athlete and I the like a part of my heart is in college sports right I struggle with like a lot of the new shit in college sports but like like, I always say that I would never work in baseball. I'm starting to be like, I probably will never work in college. Like, yeah. The, yeah. the amount of stuff going on. And it's great. Like, from the athlete's perspective, like, it's amazing all the stuff that goes on. But, like, when you're an athlete, I don't think you appreciate it. And when you're yeah. working in it, I don't think you have time to appreciate all the stuff because there's something tomorrow. Right. And it's just, it's crazy. And, like, somebody has to do it. But I also think it, it's kind of an equilibrium with people in baseball, like, People that work in baseball love baseball. Yeah. They want to work in baseball. Right. It's kind of the same 
parallel. I don't know. I I always laugh when I think about it because I'm like, wow, I, what a crazy time that yeah. was. Like, holy shit. Like, yeah. We were just operating off pure adrenaline. Yeah. For, like, most times. For free? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. For, for bare minimum, I'll no, tell you that. No, but I mean, it's valuable. It's valuable um, work. It's it, You learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. You really figure out if you can do it. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't make it. Right. And well, for I mean, me, I was like, if I can do this, I can literally do anything. Right. Like, I can make it. Well, I think it. we also need to normalize, if that's not for you, that's okay. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, they, well, they couldn't make it in sports. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're allowed to have boundaries in your personal yeah. life if yeah. you do sports and you're still good at, you can still be good at your job and understand that that might not be for you yeah. um, I have a handful of people that worked in college athletics that are now out doing something different and just because they value the work-life balance mm-hmm. okay so like good for them you know yeah. I think it's important to normalize people getting out of sports and being happy for that person too yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I do feel like it's it is that like good for you like, yeah. you got out right. yeah. a little bit, you know? Like, yeah, I think it's a, it's it's both. I think, you know, I I've, I mean, shoot, I look at my roommates and it's like, yeah. well, they have all of their weekends all the time, yeah. you know, but I couldn't imagine doing their 9 to 5. Yeah. So I think it's it's a double-edged sword for sure. It like, is, I, yeah. I love my job, and yes, that means I have to work some weekends, and sometimes my family doesn't understand that completely, but, like, yeah. I like what I do, and then you know the perks I get from it you know the the amount of network Mm -hmm. I have is insane um I rarely pay for tickets for most things just because of you but I mean if you like I know people that I've also gotten out of sports that are like crap I gotta get back in there you know because they miss it they miss like the the team aspect and really being able to root for someone and um just like a team Mm -hmm. um so I think it's it's just understanding kind of your your boundaries and what your priorities are but like you said you learn a ton about yourself especially in in college athletics and understanding your limits. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree. But work-life balance is definitely important. Um, and just saying no more often. Mm-hmm. Um, I have learned that, and that's so hard for me because I'm, you know, I've got a, a great group of friends and want to be able to hang out with them all the time. But like, I gotta go home and lay down. Yeah. Well, no, I, and I want to, like, say this. We we chose today's date a month ago. I know. Like, yeah. between all of our schedules, like, and you even said, you're like, I could do this day, right. but, and I was yeah. like, we'll just, what about the following week? Right. What about the following week? Because, like, it's hard. Like, yeah. you have to be able to, like, figure out what's really important because sometimes you need time. Jody's a big advocate of sitting, which yeah. means just like sitting with nothing on, nothing around, and you're just in your thoughts, like yeah. decompressing because I feel like especially in the sports and entertainment space, like everything is go, go, go. Like tomorrow it's something a lot of stimulation. Happen. So like yeah, yep. it's very you need time to just relax and zone yeah. out. And yeah. like saying no to things like is yeah. definitely a hard lesson to learn. Like yeah. it's a hard, it's an ever changing thing. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you need to say no so you can stay home and cry. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, is, <laughs> you gotta do that. that is the wave. I'm telling you. Yeah. I yeah. literally said no to an event tonight to be here. I know. <laughs> and I asked them, I was like, are you sure? And she's like, yes. I was, like, I was this like, this okay. Is the only date <laughs> we can do this. Let's go. But yeah, like it, it is, it's really, really interesting mm-hmm. yeah really interesting mm-hmm. yeah you gotta prioritize yourself you can't fill other people's cups if you're half empty so yeah. it's that's yeah. so um po- poetic i know i'm yeah, s- uh, yeah. <laughs> put, we're gonna put that on a graphic and we're gonna put that on a graphic yeah on my headshot please <laughs> i'm I so it. fucking dead <laughs> yeah i just came up with that myself no you never heard that you before. wrote that yeah for sure shit yeah you wrote that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> period that's so funny period i love it all right i'm trying to think is there anything maybe that, like, you, you wanted to say? Like, you're like, I'm on a fucking podcast. I have a platform. Which, this is her podcast virginity. This yeah, this is my first, my first pod. And I love it. Is there anything you wanted to make sure that you shared? Honestly, not really. Yeah. I was, I'm here for the company. You guys are yeah. great people. And, like, I just was kind of <laughs> interested to hear what you guys had to ask. Yeah. I think, you know, being... I guess my question for you guys, you know, what was your reasoning for starting this podcast? You know, ask why? them. I they just invited me. Ask them. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. It's kind of twofold. Like I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while. Yeah. I like my college roommate and I were like, oh, we should do one, and you know, especially when COVID started, we were like, let's definitely do it. And then we just we have a lot of ideas. We're also decided we're going to write a book. Yep. Yeah, sure. I don't know when that's going to happen, but we've all agreed that we're going to write it. Yeah. So. Um, 
it was kind of one of those things. Like, we even came up with some names. Like, we were like, oh, we're going to do it. Because we both worked in college athletics for the football team. Yeah. Together. And so we were going through everything together at the same time. Um, and we're like, oh, people should could probably benefit from hearing this. And then I met Jody at the Cardinals. And I don't really know how we, like, became friends. <laughs> we just kind of started talking. And then yeah. there was, like... I was what? trying to think about that the other day, though. Too. I know, I don't know where, I don't know how it started, but she, like, came into my office one day and was like, I can't remember, I think I was, like, texting my friend about being, doing a podcast, yeah. and she was like... I think for me, it was like, this is my first time ever in sport, yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, I've been in very high-demanding jobs before, um, and I've dated people who work in the sports industry, so like, I thought I had some sort of idea. Yeah. Then I came in, and, like... I just know I was going through a mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was struggling a lot with, like, I'm being new to Arizona. Yeah. And uh, some of the stuff in my personal life. Yeah. Out the window. I mean, still right now, out the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. We're evolving. We're evolving. What happens to the best of us? Yeah. But like, I couldn't, like, I was fighting with my friends. I, I was having a hard time, like, dating. I was having a hard time with my friends, like, not being able to see my family. And I just couldn't figure out, like, how to balance everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like I used what I used to do was go, like, on YouTube and different podcasts and try to figure out, like, you know, people working in sports, women working in sports, and how they deal with managing the schedule that we have in the industry with what we, you know, want to do outside the industry. Yeah. Uh, every time I would look up something, it was always about, like, wives and girlfriends and the struggles they went through yeah. because their boyfriends were not in town. Like, yeah. had the, they had their struggles. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. helpful to me because I wasn't dating some guy right. who was making quarter or millions and millions of dollars a yeah. day. Right. Um, just to be alive. Yeah. So... <laughs> I love it. Just to exist oh, here. Well, I, almost exist. Just, I almost just spit out my drink. That was just to be alive. I love just it. Just to be alive, okay? But um, yeah, there was no, there was no community. I just, from no, my perspective, just, all I remember is it was either January, I think it was in January. Because yeah. I was Starbucks. I was in the Starbucks sharp I got a voice number from Becca, which is like normal. And I was starting to panic because I was graduating in May and had nothing lined up. And yeah. I was applying for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was at the point where I was applying for things across the country, but I had a mental breakdown. And I was like, I cannot leave Arizona. Yep, like, something there. is telling me to stay here. <laughs> like, I need to stay here. I don't know what that looks like, but, like, that's my focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she sends me a voice memo, and she's like, I know you're really stressed, but, like, there's this girl named Jody. I want you to meet her. We're gonna make a podcast. What do you think? And I'm like, I don't have a job. I was like, I was like, I'm in. I, I'm in if I can do merch, which like I promise is loading, guys. I don't know. It's really fuck. expensive. I don't know merch. what the fuck I'm doing. I'm looking into You're it. You're doing so good. But like, I literally, I was just like, I don't. I've never wanted to be on a podcast, but like, I like the message. And she, and she was like, you will love Jody. You need to meet Jody. And I, we probably met up in like. February. Yeah. And I was like, we're doing it. And then we launched in March and I got a job. I think you got a the job week like before we had an episode. episode. It was yeah. wild. Literally. But I was I was like, oh my God, like everything worked out so perfectly. But I remember being in the car and she's like, We're gonna have a podcast. And I'm like, I don't how am I gonna have a podcast yeah. when I don't have a job? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's literally I, I swear I was like texting my friend when Jody walked in about I was on the phone yeah, talking about a podcast. It. I was like, Jonay, right? No, I think it was Anya. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and we were, like, talking about being doing a podcast, and she was like, oh, hey, sorry to interrupt. I was like, no worries, she's talking about starting a podcast. She was like, oh, what about? And I was like, oh, you know, being a woman's sports. She was like, I fucking need it! Let's yeah. do it! <laughs> and I was like, and then it was born. I, I yeah. was talking to our ticketing office, and at the time I was injured. Mm-hmm. And so they put me in, like, the poop sales office for, yeah. like, two months. And that was like, the most female interaction I got. Because <laughs> I, I sit in a team of all male. Yeah. So it was great to have some. God, we need more women. <laughs> we need so many more women. Yeah. So we that's so that's the idea. Women. Like, I mean, and a lot of people ask, like, how long are you gonna do this for? What's this about? And I'm like, it's literally about a community. Like. Um, one of our friends, Raquel, she yeah. did the program too. She's like, Katie, sometimes I just listen to your podcast episode because like none of my friends get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just want to like hear what you guys have to say because it's so relatable and right. that's all it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's supposed, yeah, yeah it's supposed to be a space where like, obviously you can like meet new people and like, you know, figure out other spaces that you might be interested in. But really it's just like, 
there's a no, therapy session. Yeah, it's yeah. Totally <laughs> therapy. like there's yeah. no community, and yeah. we just want it to feel like we're sitting on the couch talking about the shit we have to go through every day. Oh my that's god, that's what we do. We literally yeah. sit here. It's, like, it's hard, like outside of sports. Yeah, so that's yeah. one of my biggest thing when get to my fights with the um, girls who live in my other building. Of like, I like I have no time. Well, if you, you know, you make time for what you want to make time for. I'm like. My job requires me to yeah. be right. here at 10 o'clock at night. I'm gonna get like not get paid. Or yeah, like, right. Some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have to be out on what like Sundays or whatever. Like some crazy shit. Like, yeah, it's just part of nature, and it's hard to like communicate that sometimes with people who do have that strict nine to five. Mm-hmm. And nothing yeah. against them. I've worked nine to five my entire life until I came here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's definitely a different ball game. And yeah. Yeah. Yes, I still think my personal life is. not Shitholes, <laughs> but like the, the ability to kind of get to meet you and yeah. like have these conversations like every yeah. other week or so, and it's not like we don't really plan them all the time, just kind of sit down yeah, and have our Yeah, we literally, yeah. I mean, there's things that we like talk about, but yeah, a lot of the times it's just like, what happened to you this week? Oh my god, what happened in the world? Like, what's going on? Because yeah. it's like my favorite thing about the sports industry is that tomorrow it's different, yeah, like yeah. there's and like for better or for worse, you yeah. know, like shit hits the fan, but yeah. like. It really just is so interesting, and it's nice to, like, relate to people that get it. Because, like, I mean, my family, like, my dad is a huge sports guy, and he yeah. has worked in the sports industry in college, but, like, even he sometimes doesn't get it. Like, right. and now my family listens to this podcast, and they get it. They're like, yeah. oh, Katie has a game today. Like, she's out. Like, yeah. don't talk to her. Like, they yeah. get it. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's right. just, like... Text me on a game day, and I will shoot you. <laughs> like, don't... don't. Shoot. Text, yeah, me, I mean, text me for tickets on a game day? Oh, oh my Oh, God. yeah, the ticket, the I ticket. Yo. Yeah, we, we've talked about this multiple times. And again, and even with my job, like, and Kayla's my best friend, yeah, and she's yeah. the one with the tickets, so, like, that's, it's not that bad for me, but, like, back at ASU, I was like, yo, I don't even get tickets. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wh- where do you think I'm going to pull these out of? Yeah, yeah. I, have, I mean, imagine like, working in ticketing. Right, no, I know. <laughs> like, I, I it's know. a fucking, I know like, you guys get, like, It is, hammered. and it's so crazy because it's, like, the people that I would, like, feel comfortable giving them to, they're like, well, I didn't want to ask. And I was like, but you can ask. Yeah. It's the people that, like, I have no rapport with, the way you ask, they like, don't assume. And you like, DM'd me twice on Instagram. Yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah. I mean, or that's something that we talk about all yeah. the time. Joni, what were you saying? Oh, no, I was saying, like, the amount of times, especially, like, this week, mm-hmm. I think, like, leading up from the Cowboys, like, yeah. the past two weeks, I've had so many people, like, my DMs, my text messages, like, I want tickets, but also, like, the most ridiculous amount. Like, not even just two. I want, like, 17 because five, my entire yeah, family like, is in town. What? And then, like, ASU. The amount of text messages I got for this ASU Colorado game. Dude. Like, I want five. First off, I don't fucking work at ASU. To be honest, I'm so over it. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm so over it. I'm, like, I might work because they might need me, but, like, I don't... No, I don't want to go anymore. Don't. don't. (laughs) Like, I'm not... No, I know, but, like, I was, like, two weeks ago, I was so excited, and now I'm just like, well... I've been there the last two weeks. Like, I'm done. No, I mean, you've moved on. You've moved on from that space. But, I mean, I get it. Like, it's, it's... it's part of the job that we'll always have to deal with, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. And it comes from even people that are in the industry. Yeah. Like, I, I hear it from people who work at the fucking, I don't know, the Coyotes. I don't, yeah. I haven't heard from the Coyotes, but, like, yeah. I hear from people who work at the Sonics. Which, like, yeah. if you're thinking about asking for Coyotes comp tickets, we don't. have 5,000 seats. Don't ask me. Literally don't. Please yeah. don't ask me. I don't know what it's going to look like. Unless you're going to give me a million dollars. With peace and love. We have to hit budget, okay? Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Thank you for... When we have the new arena, I'll let you know. Yeah. Public service enough. <laughs> <laughs> PSA. I'm stressed. Yeah. But there's just... it's It never ends. It's never gonna end. But yeah, it's... Yeah. But it's it's beautiful and magical. Yeah. I'm so upset that I quoted that. What? Oh, that was different. I, I thought I quoted Taylor Swift, but I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I didn't. What are your thoughts on that, Jess? On Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Yeah. Oh my god, if I have to hear about her another fucking meeting this week. Well, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna know your perspective, though. Do you think it's real? I think that she, I think that she would not put herself in that situation if it wasn't at least somewhat real. Uh I'm not sure that they're, like, you know, hardcore dating, but also the perspective of well, would she even put her... Like, there's so much media behind it. Like, would she do that if it wasn't kind of serious? Yeah. You know, if, like, she doesn't need a PR stunt. Are yeah. you a Swifty? Like, 
I I'm not like a Swifty. One of my friends from high school um, mm-hmm. is, is was a dancer for her, so that's honestly why. I, oh I, wow! I know. I that's followed, impressive. That's why I followed the tour. Yeah. Um, just because to see Natalie dance, it was awesome. But yeah. um, I think because of that, I've become more of a Swifty, just because I've like followed it yeah. more. But I wouldn't consider myself like a Swifty. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> I understand that people that watch football normally find it incredibly like annoying, annoying. when like. She's on, like, they put it's on the me. broadcast. No, you know, like, on time. Sunday night, on Sunday night, yeah. we were sitting on the couch, and they are like, take a shot every time they show Taylor Swift. And I was like, yeah. I will make it to work tomorrow. Right. Like, yeah. I can't. Because literally... Did you see that story that came out? That's, they had to taxi a plane because someone was throwing up all of the plane oh, yeah, because they did that? Yep. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I saw that. They took a shot every time that she was on the screen, and then they, they literally yeah. couldn't take yeah. off because yeah. she just... With nothing but peace and love... I will die on this hill. It's a PR stunt. I, I understand they both, like, are rich and don't need each other, but you can't tell me I'm watching Sunday Night Football and then they pan to a commercial about her upcoming movie. And I will, like, drop. Yeah. But she doesn't need it, though. It doesn't she matter. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. There's I, so many things she doesn't need that she does. Like, <laughs> we don't know? like her, but that's fine. This is not yeah, about Taylor Swift. It's fine. This isn't about Taylor Swift, but I, I do think, like, I do think it's PR, and I... Here's my thing. Like, she has been so vocal about being a private person, right? Yeah. She doesn't... You're right. She doesn't need the celebrity box. She doesn't need to be up there. She doesn't need her picture everywhere. But she's doing it. So there's gotta be a reason. She already knows Blake Lively. She already knows all these people. Why does she need to be in the... She wants to enjoy the game? I don't know. No. I don't know. But regardless, 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 two weeks ago in the sports world, that, like, wasn't even a thing, and now it's a thing, and now now it's it's crazy. And there's also, there's positives to it, right? Like, Travis Kelce making a fucking bag. Well, the Chiefs are making a fucking bag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if I'm the NFL, put her on the screen as many times as fucking possible. That's why. They're capitalized. 100%. They literally did, like, at the, I believe it was the Thursday night game last week. Yeah. They did, like, a whole segment where, like, for those of you who are new here and don't know a lot about football. Here are the rules of football. Oh, yeah, boys. here, yeah, here's all this stuff. No, yeah, and like now, they've gained Kyle, a ton of new. Kyle texted me today and was like, "I'm kind of in my football girl era, like, and I love Kyle so much." And I was, <laughs> we'll him up. We love you. We love you. But she's a Swifty, and so she was like, "I like have been watching, and I've been, and she watched like that quarterback documentary, so she's like obsessed, for sure yeah, yeah. obsessed right now. That'll do it." But, like, she has never shown interest in football in her entire life. I have lived with her working for a football team. I have, like, like my life is football, and this girl has never shown interest, well, and now she loves it. It's so funny because I, like, actively dislike the whole thing. I know. Yeah. Very it's transparent. Terrible. I don't like it either, and but I find it interesting. Well, it's, it's interesting. No, it's fascinating, and, yeah. like, it's a business. Like, they're capitalizing oh, they're on it. Like, I, I'm happy that everybody's making money. I love that. But I was, I forget who I was talking to, but I was so frustrated, and they looked at me, and they were like, Katie, you're not the demographic. You don't like you're her, not. and you already watch sports. And I was like, I right, did it, but they're ruining sports for me. But like, they're not going to lose you. They're not going to lose The people that watch football no, and have been sure. there for decades, they're, so they're not going to leave. No, for sure. It's just like, I don't know who the Chiefs play the Ravens this year, but like, I can't watch that game, probably. <laughs> I probably can't watch it, because I... I asked the other day if I wanted to go to the... Um, what is it? The Broncos and Chiefs. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Like, you want to go? I can go to go see the Chiefs. I'm like, I want to skip that one. Yeah. I want to skip that one. I'll just go. But it is, it is interesting, right? Like, I mean... It's fascinating how one person... She probably got the Chiefs in the NFL at least, like, a billion dollars in terms of oh, yeah. media deals, revenue. revenue. And I do, like, I do respect I mean, the concept of, like, more women are watching football, which, like, I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that concept. I wish it wasn't tied to her, but I love that. And, like, I know it's something that the NHL is doing. There was this, like, SBJ, like, conference today that we were part of, and basically, like, the Caps love them. Monumental Network is making this thing specifically targeting women to watch hockey because, mm-hmm. like, they don't. Like, yeah. the demographics yeah, yeah. don't show that or fuck that. So, like, I'm all about getting women to watch TV. And obviously, like, Sports are entertainment. Like, you see the NBA doing all this stuff to get people to watch. Yeah. It's the sneakers and everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it is part of it. So, like, I'm full on board with that. I love that. Um, whatever means necessary. But it's just, like, this genuinely, I don't think, has ever been done on this scale. No. So, it's very interesting to see how it's all moving. And, like, who knows? In two weeks, like, it people is, could calm yeah. down. But, like, it well, is. she won't be there anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, yeah. It's, it's so interesting. interesting. She's got yeah. Back on tour. She's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. 
But I mean, a Swifty who's willing to drop $500 on floor seats to go see her, or $1,000 on floor seats to go see her, they're going to drop, you know, to bucks. breathe the same air as to her, 100%. To breathe the same air? Yeah, I think they on the jumbo were saying like, it's that smart. before the whole, like, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey announcement, that, that game, yeah. the lowest price ticket for that game was, like, 80-something dollars. Yeah. And then after they found out, like, at the world, it's like, oh, they're gay and they're dating, the lowest price ticket for that summer night game shot up to, like, 200 yeah. just under $200. And they fucking probably sold it out. And it's crazy, yeah. well, because, especially in Kansas City, like, that place sells out on its own. Yeah. Like, Arrowhead is fucking crazy. Yeah. They just like, like Super Bowl. They yeah. love football there. Like, <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, there's yeah. nothing else in Kansas City. There's nothing else. So, like, it makes sense. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, now, like you said, people are going to, like, away games. Yeah. Like, people are flying to go to away game for a team they don't support to see her. Yeah. Like, that's... If you're if you work in the business model for the NFL or the Kansas City Chiefs, you deserve a raise because you're doing your job. You're doing a great so job. So congrats Capitalizing to you. On it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to New York. The song, no. the, dude, genius, sick, genius, sick. That shit was brazy, bro. I, just, I was like, what is going on? I just the parallels. I just left. Yeah, like I mean, that's it's all so I smart. Do. Like, yeah. so hopefully. Hopefully, some fucking coordinator, some 23-year-old coordinator was like, oh my god, like, there's a song about New York. She sings it. You should put it on. You deserve a raise, 23-year-old. Yep. That's all yeah. I'm saying. It was, it was definitely a woman. Intern. It was definitely a woman. It was, it was a, a woman intern. Yeah, a woman intern. She probably lives in a New York City apartment with six bitches, so she deserves a raise. And six dogs. And six. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in Hoboken. She doesn't actually live in New Jersey. She lives in Hoboken. She lives in Hoboken, New Jersey. She has to take the train every day. Shout out to you, girl. I love you. We love you. <laughs> that derailed. That's um, just so, that's just so, like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, it, it is amazing, that is and that's so what I love about the sports industry is, like, because nobody, like, this was on nobody's bingo card, okay? Nope. Nobody could have predicted this, and, like, yeah. it's just crazy how it's working, and it's really exciting to see, and, like, I love that women are getting more involved, whatever the reason, like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And, like, coming from, like, a revenue perspective, man. I hope somebody dates a Coyotes player. Yeah. Let's run it I was thinking the same thing. I was like, come on. Who can we date? Well, yeah. Did you see, um, who's the shark that owns the Mavs? What's his name? The shark? Like, Shark, uh, shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I saw that. He was like, he went on a podcast and he was like, Taylor Swift, listen, come date one of my guys. We got did a lot of beautiful Travis? men. Did you see Travis's response? No. no. Travis's response to that was basically saying that he would do it, like, he would sign a 10 Oh, yeah, he was like, I'll sign a 10 day. That's I mean, funny. it's comic. Like, it's yeah. funny. It's just so funny. That's crazy. These are big dollars we're talking. Big, big dollars. Big, I, big money. I did see, you know, those little videos that they do as the players are, like, leaving practice or whatever. And it's yeah. like, whatever, whatever. One of them was, who's your celebrity crush? Yeah. And they were, like, walking and Travis, like, he stopped and he was like, oh, you know, trying to think. And the guy behind him walked up and was like, Taylor Swift! Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, a TikTok! It's There's it, your TikTok! It's because it's not real. That's why he it's didn't fake. say her. It's fake. But it's fine. He was going to say remember not, his children from making her own not, <laughs> Was Was he? Yeah. Right. But they didn't give him the chance. Right. He remember his <laughs> children from at making her own luck. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely so. Anywho. Anyways, we are coming up on we time. We really read the derail. Yes. But thank you. This has been fabulous. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so thank much you for having me. Yes. Yes. We hope you okay. feel nothing but peace and love and that you loved the Wait. first podcast. You have oh. to answer the question. What's the question? Oh, um, what's your advice? Oh. Oh, yeah. Advice. The biggest advice that you can give to people that are trying to work in the sports industry. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Um, honestly, I think that the advice that I was given, I mean, the world has changed so much since we started. Um, And just back when I was an intern, I mean, again, yes, I think our generation of women going up, even like people in general trying to get jobs in sports, you knew that you were going to take an unpaid internship for minimum a year. Mm -hmm. Like you were, you had to grind it out. And I mean, obviously inflation sucks. I'm not saying that people, I mean, some people can't take unpaid internships. They Mm -hmm. have to be able to feed themselves and afford rent. Um, so I think the biggest piece of advice is informational interviews. Um, that was the best thing for me to get my current job and just, I was less stressed out because I kept, once you have one informational interview, 
stay connected with that person and ask, hey, is there anyone else that you're connected with that I could, you know, hop on a call with that might be interested in just chatting with me about their career path? And Mm -hmm. from there, I mean, you truly, everyone knows somebody. So you kind of just keep going from there. Um, Put yourself out there. Obviously, if you're interning places, don't just stay within your department. Um, Definitely walk around, ask people how they got their jobs, you know, make friends um, within the whole organization, not just in your your niche group. Um, So, yeah, I think just asking more questions um and really networking yourself and marketing yourself is the best thing you can do um and definitely keep keep your options open don't just say i'm gonna i'm gonna work in sales Uh, that's the only thing i'm ever gonna do because that's rarely the case people obviously like i said jump around a lot um especially in different departments in sports so keep your options open um and uh get comfortable with the fact that you may need to move so that's, uh, yeah. um, I think that was the biggest, they told me that and I was like, I'm going to stay in Seattle. And then I just didn't, um, the opportunities weren't there. And I, especially when you're getting your start, you obviously can get more flexible as you get older and you have more established career, but, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. fly a little bird. (laughs) Sometimes if you gotta, to move up, you gotta move out. So that's a good one. To move up, you gotta move out. I like it. Not always, but. Most of the time. If you're in a bigger organization and your boss has been there for 20 years, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. and he's comfy. Yeah. Notice I say he, you need to get more she's. Yeah. So, women in sports. Women in sports. Love it. That was like 14 pieces of advice. No, that was was really good. They were all super helpful. Yeah. So we appreciate it. Sometimes to move up, you gotta move out. Sometimes you gotta move up. Why am I southern? Anyway, no, I like it. I like the accent. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> super um, cringe. This has been great. This has, this been, has great. been very insightful. We really appreciate you coming on the podcast and yeah. taking Thank time you out of your schedule to yeah. come hang out with us. Thank you for allowing me to schedule a month out. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know what we're not going to do? We're not going to be the friends that are like, oh my God, if you wanted to hang out with us, you would. If they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to, Honey, they would. Honey, I'm they're tired. Busy. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Literally busy or just, it's okay to be Booked tired. Booked yeah. busy. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to just want to go home. And sit. Yeah. And sit. That's a valid excuse. I will not do today, but. That's okay. Maybe yeah. tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. You're allowed to say, you're allowed. <laughs> Two weeks. One thing Two I weeks. learned, you're allowed to say no without a reason. You are. You're super allowed to say no without a reason. Someone says, hey, you want to grab dinner? Sorry, I can't. Like, no. No, I don't really want to. Instead of just saying you can't. Yeah. And then I ask oh, I why. I because I have to do this and I have to do that. Right. No, I'm just It's not. just, I'm really tired. Yeah. That's, and that's an valid excuse. Not an excuse. It's a valid reason for you to invest in yourself. So, anyway. Price went up. Hey. Just hey. like those tickets to the Chiefs. God bless <laughs> it. All right. We're going to go. Bye. Love you. Thanks, Bye. Bye.